Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Time has to come to him that he may bless us. Blessed is the man whom thou chooseth to come to you. Therefore, we just want to bless your name. We just want to, in the next few minutes, the next five minutes or so, just lift up your voice and just bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. The presence of the Lord is already here. Wherever you are. Lift up your voice, every pray. Just pray and thank the Lord. Just bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless his holy Lift him up today, lift him up. Word. Father, we bless you, O oh God. We lift you up, we lift you up, we lift you up. Mando, Oh, I want you, I want you in the next two minutes. Lift up your voice. Oh, bless up. The boy, she the belebet. In my dossier, as I am those. The belebet, my sending for the bayande. He called a mere swat and the dossier. Oh, red, red, Oh, pray, 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 somebody, pray, somebody, pray,
Father, we want to thank you that you are a champion. We want to thank you that you reign. We want to thank you that forevermore you reign. We want to thank you, O oh God. Mante de Boshadalama. Ringundi de Belebele Boshendele Bashuta de Bashandele. Ringana Boshi Kadabashandele. Remato Yasandele we want to thank you oh god we want to thank you god that you are a champion we want to thank you oh god for all the things that you do we want to bless your name for every good thing that you do for our life we honor you oh god this afternoon lord as we come as your people you rule over the things of men you rule over the things of men we thank you that you rule in every situation in every home we thank you that you rule in every situation we thank you that you rule on we give you glory lord we give you all the praise in the mighty name of jesus we thank you that you are a champion we thank you that you are a champion we thank you that you sit over things we thank you that oh god you are still the king of kings and the lord of lords we thank you that no matter what your children are going through, that no matter, oh God, the pain or the struggle, thank you that you are still the champion. And as long as you reign, my God, as long as you reign, my God, it is well with our soul. We bless you. We give you glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Have your seat before the presence of the Lord forevermore. Amen. We thank God so much. The Lord is faithful. Hallelujah. How many of us believe that God is faithful? Hallelujah. You know, even in times that we have been faithless, God has remained faithful. And I believe that today the Lord is about to come your way with another word. Hallelujah. Amen. So we pray that He will give us the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Amen. So last week, we began to look at determinants. Somebody say determinants. Somebody say determinants. Determinant. How do you say determinant in French? Determinante. 
The terminal. You see, you people, you don't know French, but you are spoiling. You are spoiling my message. Those of you on Zoom, you are spoiling my message. Hey. Determinant. Yeah, determinant. <laughs> I tell you, somebody said determinante. <laughs> it's like volante. <laughs> what a shock. Hallelujah. Are you still there? Amen. So we started looking at determinant, and we say that there are things that can determine things. Hallelujah. Amen. And there's also two things, which is time and chance. And only God has control over time and chance. Can I have an amen? amen. So we define determinant as determinant being the characteristic and the virtues that determine the outcome of everything that you do. So there are certain things that can determine the outcome of your marriage. And these determinants, they are variables. That means that they could change. They are not constant. Can I have an amen? Which means that you can increase it or you can decrease it. It can be present or it can be absent. Is somebody still with me? Hallelujah. So determinants, they are characteristics and virtues that determine the outcome of a thing. A determinant can determine whether you'll be married or not married. A determinant will, will determine whether you finish college or not finish college. A determinant can determine something in your life. Hallelujah. That is why Solomon in Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11, let's read it. That, has, that will be our cardinal scripture. It said, I returned and I saw under the sun. I returned and I saw under the sun. That the race is not for the swift. Which means that normally, it is the fastest person that must win the race. Oh, but when God steps out, when God steps in, and when God comes to our aid, then time and chance, God begins to rule things and then turn things in our favor. Somebody said time and chance. That's why one psalmist said that he got times and seasons in his hands. Times are in the sense. It's the Lord that determines the times and the seasons. And I pray that God is going to determine your time and your season. In this moment, God should determine something for you. Not the normal determinants. Because he who has called us God is faithful. Or do you believe it? You may not be the most beautiful person on the face of the earth. But somebody will marry you. You may not be the most smartest person in your class, but you will get a scholarship. You may not be the most richest person, but something good will come your way. Amen. Oh, yes. The race is not for the swift, nor the battle for the strong. It's not about my gym membership. It's not about how many days I go to raise metals. But I tell you, the race is not for the strong. It's not for, it doesn't matter. If we could be as feeble as possible. That is why Jesus Christ, he was born in a manger. He looked helpless and hopeless. But not knowing that was the lamb that was going to take away the sins of the earth. Neither yet bread for the wise, nor yet riches for men of understanding. Hey, I'm telling you, there are people who have never stepped foot in classroom. They don't have classmates, but they are richer than... 
a lot of the millionaires that are around, it's like they, they just somewhere, somehow. Somebody says somewhere, somehow. Hey! Somebody say it again. Somewhere, somehow. Somewhere, somehow. Somewhere, somehow. Let the times and what the chance that God has for us, let it come to pass. Somewhere, somehow. Somewhere, somehow, you would also be counted among the wealthiest in Louisville, Kentucky. Somewhere, somehow, you'll be counted among those who are blessed and blessed indeed in this land. Time and chance. Then it says a favor to men of skill. But time and chance happened to them all. It's God, it's God that determines the seasons. So last week we began to look at the first determinant. Hallelujah. And I want you to understand everything that I've said before. Speed is important. Strength is important. All those determinants, they are important. But God also controls the times and the seasons. That is why when we put our trust in the Lord, we are not ordinary people. When the psalmist says, that, take a look at me, I'm a wonder. He says, I may not look impressive. I say I may not look impressive, but as long as God catch my back, you will be surprised what you will see of me. And then we started looking at the determinant. Determinant number one was speed. Somebody says speed. You need speed, or you know, you see, when you are going to a place, you know, sometimes you are you are taking a long distance, right? You are traveling somewhere. And on the road, you find somebody just crawling on the road, especially the times that you are late going to work. And somebody is crawling on the road in front of you. They are in the speed lane, but they are going like 25. I know somebody who got a ticket for driving on the freeway. He was going under 40. The police just say, penny, penny, pulled him over. You cannot be in the speed lane and drive at 40. When you are going too fast, they will give you a ticket. When you are going too slow, too, you can get a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> hey. What <laughs> the shock. What well, the shock. <laughs> are you still with me, somebody? So speed is necessary in life. And last week we saw that speed determines whether you will build or not. If you don't have speed about things, there are so many people that are competing for If you don't have speed, you can't build. Because when you have speed, you save cost. When the Lord wanted his temple to be restored, the people had to move with speed. The king was too slow. But God needs speed. When it comes to the call of God or the work of God, you must have speed. Number two, we saw that speed determines if you will get married or not. And it talked about Abigail. When the husband misbehaved and David got angry and wanted to go and destroy, immediately she heard that. She organized herself and then brought some gifts with her and went to, you know, appease David with speed. Somebody say with speed. After the husband died, the same speed with which she responded, that same speed, David said, bring that lady here. Bring that lady here. I'm going to marry her and marry her now. That's how come she got married. 
Somebody is proposing to you, you say, let me think about that. You will be surprised. Speed. Say yes quickly. Say yes to that offer quickly. Because as you are lingering, so when it comes to God, especially the call of God, when it comes to the call of God, delay may mean cancellation. Delay may mean cancellation. When you read Bishop's book, Proton, first things first, delay may mean cancellation. Have you not seen that in the morning when you get up and you must pray or do your Bible and you delay? By the time you realize it is 9 p.m. and you have not read your Bible, you have not done your quiet time. When it comes to God, speed is necessary. Immediately you must respond. So if you are not married, maybe you have turned down your speed. You have to straight from shift, uh, take shift and go to automatic. So that the thing, the speed will change for you as you step on the gas. Because if it is take shift, it, it depends on you to know when to change. You may not know. You, I say you may not know. But when it's automatic, as soon as you step on the gas, the thing itself knows that you got to go. May God shift you into an automatic motto that he will Amen. shift you when he has to shift you. Amen. May nothing be dependent on us. May it be dependent on God. It says, speed determines who you will honor. When Abraham saw the angels, Coming to bless him. Bible says that immediately he organized Sarah to prepare a meal for them. The speed with which he, he, he honored them, that is the speed with which he was also blessed. And many of us, you have to have speed to honor. You know, Bishop talked about the time that he got the chance to honor Archbishop Idahosa. A very powerful man of God. He said when the time came and he took advantage of it, Two weeks after he honored him, the man died. That means that if he refused and said, oh, I'll do it next week, I'll do it next week, he would have missed the chance of actually tapping into a grace. When God lays on your heart to honor somebody, honor your father, honor your mother, don't say that I'm waiting till I become a millionaire first. It may be too late. It may be too late. It may be too late. Let me tell you something. One of the saddest things that can happen to anybody is for a loved one to pass and then you go into regret simply because there is something you should have done for them but you did not do. It was one of the things when my father died I had no regret because everything that I should do I did no regret at all. But when you don't honor when you are supposed to honor and something bad happens, God forbid, you get into the point, if I had, if I should. That's why sometimes when you are here, you hear, oh, maybe a parent is sick or something. Whatever it takes to move and go and see that person, you got to move. Because he is the one that has the times and the seasons in his hands. I'm talking to somebody. It's time to honor who you must honor. Hallelujah. Abraham made haste to honor the three angels who had come to bless him. Speed determines who you honor. Hallelujah. Number four, we saw that speed would determine somebody's financial disaster. You know, the disaster you can avoid. When the angels came to take Lot, 
And the family out of Sodom and Gomorrah, Lot was, you know, dilly-dallying in this, like, just slowing down. He was barely saved. You know what I mean? It's like, just at the very last minute, and unfortunate for him, the wife looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. You know, when you have to act, act. Sometimes we talk too much about no action. Hallelujah. So sometimes you just talk too much, no action. Act when you have to act. When God wants you to do something, just move with speed because speed is important. Some of us, we must have speed to come out of death. Speed to become debt free. It means that you just don't buy. You see, I was listening to somebody say that, you know, your first house should never be your dream house. So you have a dream of owning five bedrooms and then jacuzzi and then wine, wine, everything that you have in, the, in your heart. Your first house should never be that type of house. Because what is going to happen is that at this level, you cannot afford. You cannot afford the car that you are driving. That should not be your first. Your first car may be like some $1,000 car that can take you from point A to point B. Sometimes you need to jump started because that is where you are. You cut your course according to your size. You don't do a wedding that is beyond you. You don't do anything that is beyond you. You must have speed Amen. to come out of death. Amen. Somebody say speed. Somebody say speed. You go to somebody's house and they have five, uh, what 100 inch TV. When you also come, you can afford a 20 inch TV. Watch it. It is the same images you can see from it. Same thing. It's the same noise. Amen. It's the same thing. At the same time, there may be one or two delays. At the same time, all you have to do is to get a Bluetooth speaker and to magnify the sound. All you need to hear is that one. You are preaching. Because when we compare ourselves to others, Bible says that we are not wise. You must have speed. Be determined. In next two years, I want to do this and begin to take in no gazelle intent. Is that not what they say? Yeah. Gazelle intent. You want to come out. We must have a church of people who are debt free. Speed. It says that speed can determine the financial disaster you will avoid. Don't be, don't be quick. That, you know, I, I can do all these things with credit card. I can do all these things with credit card. You know, you know, you know we, we pay small, small. Pay small, small. Have the speed. Even if you have to, uh, 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 what? Eat chicken broth and then rice for a whole month. That's what you got to do. If we don't do that, we will never be in the position of accomplishing the task and what God has set for this church to do. Building churches, supporting missionaries, and advancing the kingdom of God. Because until the gospel is preached to the ends of the earth, and UD, we form part of that. Hallelujah. I've not started my message for the today yet. Oh. This is just from last week because you didn't come. That's why I'm reviewing. Number, number what? Number five. Speed determines if you will be blessed. Hallelujah. It talked about when Isaac called Esau, who is supposed to be the firstborn. He's actually the firstborn. 
that he should go and prepare, you know, catch the venison and make, you know, make him the food just as his heart desires. The guy was too slow. And Jacob, with the help of the mom, they went just back door and caught some kind of a goat or something and prepared the thing and brought it. When he brought his father, he said, how did you get it so quickly? And he told a lie. He said, the Lord brought it to me. But guess what? The thing is that he was blessed. Isaac released the blessing out of his intestine. After the blessing had gone out of his mouth. That's what words are spirits. Sometimes words that come out of mouth, you cannot retrieve them. Be careful what you say. Be careful what you say over your children. Be careful what you, you, you pronounce. Be careful when you are cursing your own children. Be careful. When that declaration came out of his mouth, Jacob took the blessing away. Then Esau came. And he's like, oh, I have brought the thing. He said, but I have eaten. I'm already full. He said, oh, is there no, no blessing left for me? The blessing is too late. Sometimes when you must be blessed, you must be at a place at the right time. But you decide to be late. You decide to delay. You decide to stop to get gas. Huh. By the time you get there, get McDonald's. By the time you get there. And when we went to church, Pastor said that we should, when we are going somewhere, we should not stop to get gas. If you don't stop to get gas also, you should have filled your tank the night before. Because if you don't get gas also, you will not rape. Because just a few meters before you get to the workplace, your engine can turn off. Uh, speed, I want to be blessed. Do you want to be blessed? This is our time and in our, it's our season. It's our time and our season. One of the things that is happening in our church Daddy has decided to organize the church into professional communities. I'm part of the nurses' community. The engineers, there are doctors, medical doctors, different, different communities. If your community has not been named, it is coming. Why? The vision is for an appointed time. He believes that ordinary people like us, we can build churches together. For missionaries to be able to go to the ends of the earth. Is it not a blessing? Is it not a blessing? You may not be able to do it by yourself. That is why I'm saying that. It's just organizing us together so we can accomplish the great commission. Because when somebody is leaving here and go to India. He has to have a place to feel comfortable to be able to do the work of God. And that is the wisdom of the house. Are you still with me? Number six said that you need speed. Speed will determine whether you'll be saved or not. After a certain age and after a certain level of education, you become a fool. Because your understanding is very far. That's why you see, people who argue the gospel, people who fight against the gospel are the most educated ones. They are the ones that can say there is no God. But the Bible says it's only a fool that says in their heart that there is no God. We believe that there is God. We believe. Get, just even getting up this morning is a confirmation that there is God. And it says speed determines whether you be anointed or not. Bible says that Elisha, 
He just went and then slaughtered his oxen and boiled them and gave them away. And with speed came to follow Elijah. And at a point in time as they were going, he asked him that, what should I do for you? He said, I want the double portion of the anointing that is upon your life. Speed can cause you to be anointed. Speed, somebody say speed, can cause me to be anointed. Hallelujah. So we talked about, I just finished reviewing last week's message. I'm moving on to chapter 3. Chapter 3 says how to improve your speed. How to what? Improve your speed. You know, even your car, eh? your car. If your car goes, 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 and the car, you are not doing oil change. You are not making sure that your tires are good and all those things. The car cannot run at a certain speed. Which means that anything that moves, you can improve the speed. The more the thing is greased, the better it is for the thing to move. So you say, oh, Pastor, me, I have speed, you know. I've been in this country, you know, these this, this things are working out. There is another level you can go to. In the book of Revelation, John said that I heard a voice that said that I should come up. Come up yonder. It means that whatever level that you are, you can go up to the next level. You can step up your speed. I said you can step up your speed. You can step up your speed. And we are going to learn about how we can step up our speed. I'm going to give you just four points. In order to improve your overall speed, you must improve your speed in key areas of your life. Somebody say, key areas of my life. In order to improve your speed, some key areas of your life, you must improve there. Wow. Let's go to cooking. You know, cooking. Somebody say cooking. If you don't know how to cook, then it's a problem. But you know, Sometimes you go and you eat somebody's food. You realize that there's tomatoes in there. There's pepper. Everything that they normally put in the food, it is there. So it's, 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 it's. But there is something missing. Can I have an amen? There is something missing. It's like your life. It's like that's you. But there is something. That is why I said that there are certain areas of our life that when we step up the speed, the stew now better. A little bit of some nice spices or maggie cube or something here and then it changes the flavor. Today you're about to know some areas of your life that just a drop of salt can change the flavor of your speed. Is somebody still with me? Number one, improve your speed of understanding. When the speed of your understanding is improved, your life will improve greatly. You see, I'm telling you, eh, in this my short life, one of the things you don't want to do is to, to deal with somebody who is uneducated. You have something to do and you're dealing with somebody that is uneducated. I mean, I, I mean I'm not saying this in any disrespect or anything. Like somebody who does not have understanding. You are trying to say this and the person is thinking otherwise. I don't know if you have dealt with a person like that before. You are trying to say that, you know, when you get to the junction, turn right, then they say that, when I get to the junction, I'm going this way. In Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 30. Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 3, sorry. You know, Isaiah chapter 11, that's why it talks about the seven spirits of God. The spirit of the Lord God shall rest upon him. Verse 3, it says clearly there, 
and shall make him of thick understanding in the fear of the Lord. One of the prayers that we must pray is that God should make us of quick understanding. Quick understanding. Avoid long arguments. It only destroys relationship. Long argument. He says, I say. He says, I say. He says, I'm right. You are not right. I'm right. You are not right. I'm not right. I am right. But how are you? Long is like, you, you lack understanding. Is somebody still there? It's a long argument can only destroy relationship. Become a person of quick understanding. Avoid long meetings. Bishop Jack has said that any meeting that lasts over five minutes is a useless meeting. When somebody has come for marriage counseling, we talk to three hours and we are still talking. He said, nothing is going anywhere. You must end the meeting immediately because at the end of the day, the people have already made up their mind. Are you still there? Try to think like your leaders. If God has sent you, try to think the way God thinks. Let his mind be your mind. Try to understand the burden and the purpose that God has. What is God's burden today? God's burden is for the salvation of the fallen human race. If we say we are Christians, we must be people of quick understanding and know that soul winning, evangelism, building churches, going to the ends of the earth, you know, I mean, all these things, it is what is God's heart. I'm telling you, we must be of quick understanding. God is not interested in us becoming millionaires. But we should be millionaires in souls. Being rich. Last week, daddy was preaching, being rich towards God. Is somebody still here or you have gone home? Are you sure you are here? Oh, yes. I'm feeling it. Are you still there? He said, do not do anything that is different from the vision of the one who has sent you. Improve your speed of understanding. Try to follow his way. Try to think the way your leader is thinking. Speed of understanding. We must understand why we are here. You are in church. You must understand why you are here. You are not just here to socialize, but you are here to catch the vision of God and run with it. What is the heartbeat of God? The salvation of the fallen race. There are many people don't have the Bible all over the world that do not have the Bible in their own language. But until they hear the gospel, the end will not come. Is somebody still with me? Are you still with me or you have left me? Hallelujah. So what is number one way of increasing your speed? Be quick of understanding. Speed of understanding. Never. Put yourself in the position where anything has to be an argument over and over and over again. Nah, don't do that. Don't do that. I say don't do that. Long meetings. Henceforth, you come for counseling within 10 minutes. If we have not finished, the thing is not going to work. We are ending the meeting. Long meetings, they don't amount to anything. Yeah, Pastor, but my problems are hard. Before you come, your heart must be broken. You must be of quick understanding. There is nothing new under the sun, you know. Say, me, my problem is hard, though. Be quick of understanding. You see, one of the things that I always tell people when I'm counseling them, 
For two people to agree, I want you to write this down. For two people to agree is the responsibility of one. For two people to agree, it is the responsibility of one. The other person just have to throw in the towel and say, that, okay, let's go with your flow. Tomorrow you go with my flow. That is the key to peace in marriage. Because two right, two right people cannot live under the same roof. In marriage, every time one person must behave like a fool. Not fool in the, uh, fool in the literal sense. But you just have one have their way. The following day, you would also have your way. For two people to agree, it is a responsibility of one. Be quick of understanding. In your marriage, be quick of understanding. Flow with your husband quickly. Flow with your wife quickly. Flow, flow. Somebody say flow, flow, flow. The earlier you flow, the more wise you are. Because Jesus Christ said that he was a man of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Number two, write it down quickly. I'm saying I'm giving you four points. We are almost ending the message. Number two, improve your speed of copying. Somebody said copying. Somebody said copying. Copy. Oh no, Pastor, me, I want to be original. There is nothing new under the sun. Do you think as I'm standing here preaching, what I'm preaching is original? I am reading from my prophet's book, Determinant. I'm reading from a book. I'm preaching. Are you not being blessed? Are you not being blessed? I am copying the message. I'm downloading it to you and you are blessed. You sit down and say you can't copy. You want to become a good preacher? Watch good preachers. I remember one time I went to Ghana for my ordination. There's one bishop, uh, bishop's friend. I think it's Bishop Mosso. Sono or something from South Africa. He was preaching from daddy's book. And as he was preaching, something jumped out of me. I said, man, this is one of the great preachers. It's like the way he took somebody's book and made the book his own and was preaching and was quoting daddy. Just quoting daddy verbatim. I said that because you can take something that belongs to somebody make it your own and present it and that is original i'm telling you you want to be a good hairdresser learn how they go to a youtube university learn how they curl the hair and you to curl it the same way don't let the temperature be too high or too low <laughs> i am telling you are you still there or is somebody still hearing me he said, people who amount to something are fast at what? Following. Follow. Follow anything that we must do, we must follow. That is why we learn other people's song and sing the song. I remember when, we, when, we, when I was in the university, they give you a song. One time, we're going to have like interlocutor fest. It's like all the universities are coming to have a competition. Then my music director gave me a song. And when he gave me a song, he said, Harold, I want you to learn this song. But I want you to know that if you don't sing it well, I'll sing it myself. Then he said, keyboardist, give me C. Then he sang the song. When he finished singing the song, I was there, I said, Jack, how, I mean, how, how do you expect me to sing the song the way you have sung it? That means that you, you are likely to take the song away from me anyway. I went. When I'm sleeping, I'm singing the song. When the, 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 the person is singing, I say, ooh, ooh, ooh. 
I have to rehearse. Ooh, 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 until the day I could sing ooh, ooh, ooh. When they give you a song to sing, you don't instrumentally, they don't listen to the song. They come, try and change every day, try and try and try and try. You got to be improved. You got to have speed and change. Every day, like you don't know them. Have you met singers who are singing and they forget the words of the song? I've seen many times people are singing the, the, the national anthem. Then they start singing. Da, 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 da. Then they forget the words. They say, my mind went blank. Something you know you will never forget. Did you forget how to brush your teeth this morning? If the thing is in your spirit, you cannot forget it. When they ask you, what is your name? Why don't you say that Ziggy Bogidi? But you say that my name is Harold. Is the thing is in your spirit. Whatever has entered you, it is there. Copy. Copy things to the point that it becomes part of you. Learn how to pray. Sometimes put in somebody who is praying. Let's watch our daddy as he's praying. Sometimes when he makes the declaration, I bind Satan. I also say I bind Satan. That is how you learn how to bind. Prayer part. You to create a prayer part. That is how you know how to pray. We must copy. And the more we copy, we amount to something. Because fathers have gone ahead of us. I want a mega church. I should be watching people who have big churches. When I look, I mean, I, when I look at people with large, large congregations and I sit there, something is, a, what are they doing that I do not know? That is how our daddy said when he wanted to go to healing ministry, he went to collect every, or, uh, every CD of Pastor Benny Hinn. See, sometimes you want to do something. Let me take an example. Just me, even, I'm, I'm nobody. You want to become a good preacher. And as you are sitting there, you have to find out the type of message you have gone to start a church. Start finding out the type of messages we were preaching when we started the church. Seven reasons why Lighthouse Chapel International must be in Louisville, Kentucky. That is the message you must preach. But you come and you say that Aaron's beard, the grace that falls on Aaron's, what is Aaron's beard? Let us copy. Find out somebody who is at your level, who is doing well, and find out how they did well. Copy exactly, and you would also be successful. Are you still there? Are you still there, somebody? You are fast at following. You are fast at copying. Jesus always wanted people to cut out things that would delay them from following him. He said, let the dead bury the dead. Just follow me. That is what Jesus said. Let the dead bury the dead. When he was walking and then he called the sons of Zebedee. As soon as he called them, they said they left their father and followed him immediately. Let the dead bury their dead. Let things that are in the past, take care of the things that are in the past. But begin to follow. How did this person become great? I also want to become great. Those are the steps that you must follow. May the Lord open our eyes and our understanding. Hallelujah. May we begin to see things. Hallelujah. You know, in those days, I remember when I was a kid, when they used to bring cars from Korea and uh, China, you know, the way you could tell be, uh, the difference between an American car or European car from China, cars, uh, when you, you close the door, 
it goes like chime. It's when you close the car, it's like it goes like when you close the door, it goes like chime, like chime, because it's from China. Chime, chime, chime. It's like very light. An American car, when you close it, said third. It's like you can't even hear the sound. Third. Right now, Korean cars, Chinese cars, comfort is what? They have copied to the extent that they are even producing better. It used to be that if you are not driving a Benz, you don't have the comfort that you have. Right now, you can drive Hyundai and even be more comfortable than you are driving a Benz. Copying. Somebody say copying. Somebody say copying. Copy quickly. Copy quickly. Don't just sit down. Copy quickly. How did this person become successful? Copy. You can also become successful. The textbook that you have been reading, don't you think that somebody wrote it? That is why when you are even writing a paper, you quote somebody. Just to give that person also when they were writing their paper, they quoted somebody. There is nothing original, nothing new under the, under the sun. Even music, music that people, you would realize that they're wet and they go inside out. That's just something when somebody's singing, a, uh, somebody's singing a song and after one sentence, you naturally know what is coming next because you've heard it somewhere before. So a lot of this new, new music, we have to be careful. We said, I heard the music about Yahweh. So Yahweh came inside. It's like a song, I'm not talking about the Yahweh song that you know, but it was somewhere in the Yahweh series and the words are the same, just different tune that has been rearranged. Is somebody still there? Number three is improve your speed of implementation. Implementation. Improve your speed of doing what is it? You came for advice and you were given the advice. Improve your speed of implementing that advice. Because most of the times as the preaching is coming on, it is coming with godly counsel. Have speed, speed, implementing it, implementing it, implementing it. Say, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Implement it, implement it. That is why young people are working with young people. It's the best thing that can ever happen to you. May our hearts remain young. I say, may our hearts remain young. You, you can decide to let your heart remain old, but I want my heart to remain young. Because the kingdom belongs to the young. Is somebody still with me? Is somebody still there? Hallelujah. He says, speed is necessary in obeying instructions. Psalm 119 verse 60 says that, I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments. Speed. Implementing it. The Lord said this. Do it. Even if you don't understand when Peter saw Jesus Christ walking on the water after he has fed the 5,000 and sent them away, and then they had gone, and he was walking, and Peter, everybody was afraid. All the disciples were afraid. And Peter said, that, Lord, if it is you, paid me to come. Then he said, come. Immediately he stepped on the water. He was walking until he doubted and began to look at the boisterousness of the storm that was coming. Speed determines whether you obey God or keep God's commandment or not. Is somebody still with me? With me? 
Stop wasting time on your assignment. The assignment that God has given to you, it is your assignment. There are certain things that God has purpose for you to do if you don't do them. He can find somebody else to do it. But it will be part of your judgment. Every grace that God has given to you, remember, speed of implementation. You have the grace, eh? You are just sitting down. Say, oh, I want, I want the amateurs to also learn. You are joking. You are really joking. The Lord is the one who deserves imperfection, eh? We should put our best foot forward when it comes to the things of God. Are you hearing me? Put your best foot forward. Be quick to implement. Somebody still hearing me? Finally, improve your speed of finishing. He who has begun a good work is faithful to bring it to completion. But you must also finish the race. I fought a good fight. I have finished the race. You have to finish it. I have to finish it. Can I have an amen? I have to finish it. John chapter 4 verse 31 to 34. He said, in the meantime, while his disciples prayed him, saying, Master, eat. But he said unto them, I have meat to eat that ye know not of. Therefore say the disciple one to another, has any man brought him ought to eat? Jesus said unto them, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. My will is to do the will of him who has sent me. Hallelujah. To do the will of him who has sent me. That is, that's why I say that. And to finish it. Not just to do the will. To finish it. To finish it. If you have gone to do an exam, it is a 50 question test. And you decide that when you go to 30, you are confident that you have passed. He <laughs> said, <laughs> you, are, you are taking what it means to become a shepherd. And then you realize that from the review and everything, everything looks good. Oh, question one, all the options, you got it. And the two, you got it. Three, you got it. Four, you got it. You got to, there are 50 questions. Oh, you got to about 30. This at this point, today, I got all of it. So, submit. Pew. <laughs> you must finish the exams before you submit. Because you know the exam says plus one minus two. You can easily cause negative 50 on that exam. If you have taken any such exams like that before, it's like medical school exams. It's plus one minus two. If you don't know, don't go there. You can, if you guess, it is to your own disadvantage. Because if you got five right, and you guess ten of them and you got it wrong, you have minus five. 
Hey, why? Why? How can I go and take a whole exam? Me and I get minor five. You got minor five. There's nothing you can do because you did not finish. In order to increase your speed of finishing, follow the example of Jesus Christ. Jesus was urgent about finishing his work. He would cut out meals and anything that would keep him from finishing his work. You must cut out certain things from your life if you are to finish. The reason why people do not finish their work is because they do many things that are not their job. There are things that are only there are things that only you can do. Get to the job and concentrate on it. See, one of the things that ministers face a lot is the fact that sometimes we can sway from what God has called us to. And thank God for Bishop Doug Hayward Mills. Thank God for our daddy. He has stayed constant. When you listen to his messages 30 years ago, it is about going to the ends of the earth. Now, it is the same thing. Building the churches, doing the work of God. When you stay constant to a thing. He said one time he went to Dr. Yonkicho. He went all the way to South Korea for a church growth conference. And when the time came, preaching was coming. The preaching was about, I think, no, no, I think it's Kenneth Hagan, yeah. It was Kenneth Hagan. So he went to the, the whole conference. People have come from everywhere. The message is ABC of faith. You, you will say that I've bought a ticket. Come all the way. We want to see some fire for fire. Anointing. Message. Say ABC of faith. He said throughout the conference, he spoke about ABC of faith. Throughout the three days or so, ABC of faith. He stayed constant to his message of faith until the Lord called him away. Stay stay something that you are god has called you to do you may not be the best at this time but when you stay at it you will become better never stop until you finish unfinished things cannot be used a car that has only three wheels cannot be used if you do many great things but do not finish your work you know, because you can do so many things. So imagine uh, Gilbert comes to church and says, Today I want to do praise and worship. You are the one we want to do the dance. And you come, you say you want to do praise. If he doesn't dance, he has not finished his work. He can come to, Oh, that was powerful. I led praise and worship. You have not finished your work. You have been called to dance. If you have been called to dance, specialize in dancing, give us different flavors of dancing. Are you still there? I'm finishing my message in five minutes. Hmm. If you do many great things but do not finish your work, you are still a failure. Why create a beautiful car with only three tires? Stop saying, I just need to get one more tire. We cannot use your nice car that only has three tires. No one is saying that you have not worked hard. You see, because working hard does not mean that you are finished. Some of us, we are busy body. We are, we are doing a whole lot of things for nothing. You are here. You are in the car. You are in this. You are this. But God wants you to be a chief usher. 
God wants you to be a sound engineer. God wants you to be in film stars. But you are all over the place. You know, the saying, Jack of all trades, master of none, is actually Jack of all trades, master of one. You have to be a master of one. You have to be a master. You have to be good at the thing that God has called you to. To finish it. I want to finish my race. I want to build churches. I want to go as far as the Lord wants to send me. And I believe that shall come to pass. May it come to pass for you too. No one is saying you have not worked hard. Unfinished work is simply unusable. This is why Jesus was so interested in finishing his work. If he had preached and healed the sick, but had not gone to the cross, the world will still not be saved. He healed the sick, cast out devils. He did all so many things. If he never went to the cross, what a hopeless situation it would have been for you and I. Jesus said unto them, my meat is to do the will of him who has sent me and to finish his work. John 4, 34. May it be said of us that when all is said and done and everyone is gone, when we appear before the master, we can say, I fought a good fight and I finished the race. That the master will say, thou good and faithful servant, come into my rest. Hallelujah. Some of us, we need to focus on marrying well. Some of us, we need to focus on that job. Our center leader, focus on it. The pastor, focus on it. A manager, focus on the work. Do the work to the best of your ability. We believe in us as lay missionaries or lay ministers. We have a full-time job and we do the work of God. It doesn't mean that your job is not also not necessary, but you give your best wherever God has called you. Because God will not bring you to anything if he cannot sustain you through it. That's why no matter what you're going through, the Lord knows. Say, the Lord knows. The Lord knows that your clock is ticking. He knows. He'll step in right on time. He'll be right there whenever you call. Your dearest friend will never let you down. He will step in. God, I don't know who I'm speaking to. I'm using the words of a psalm. A psalmist. He will step in right on time. God is never too late. Watch God do something that is going to blow the minds of the whole world concerning your life. Because it's never too late. Let's rise to our feet. Father, we thank you. We bless you. God can. I say God can. I say God can. Somebody make that confession. God can. Make it again. God can. As you are saying God can, think about something that you are afraid of or something that has gone wrong in your life and make that declaration that God can. My God. Say it after me. My God. 
he can. Say, my God, he can. He can. He can change things in my favor. Begin to talk to him. Begin to talk to the Lord. Oh, somebody just lift up your hands and talk to the Lord. Lift up your hands and talk to the Lord. Mandu, Sakadu, 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 Badibo, Sati, Diboboshe. Mikando, your God can, my God can. He can change things. He can turn things around. He can cause your situation to be turned around. Everything that has gone counterclockwise, God is about to cause it to go clockwise back in your favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Every situation you are going through, every problem that you are facing, every difficulty, every mountain that you are about to climb, God can, God can, He can, He can, He can, He can, He can. Think about those things and pray. 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 God can, God can, God can, God can. It's never too late. God can. Think about that. Lift up your hands. Monday when our hands lifted up with our hands lifted up with our hands lifted up you can oh god you can oh god my god may we step our our speed of understanding may we step up our speed of copying may we step up our speed up in the name of jeff our speed to finish may we finish the rest oh god Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Mandele bosaka. Remeke dele mesetelebe. Remaka desa di dele mamaya. Rebenza gendele besetele meye. Remeka yaswa talabaya sandelebe. Rebeba sendele belebelebe. Remeka yaswa ribashali balabaya sadidi beba. Father we thank you. Father we bless you. Lift up your hands before God. Heavenly Father, I pray for your children. Anyone that is under the sound of my voice. Right now, Lord. We join our faith knowing that you can. You can heal us from our diseases. Oh, the Lord is healing somebody. He's healing somebody. Every COVID-19 virus that has entered your system, the Lord is flashing it out. In the mighty name of Jesus, it's being flashed out. As you are about to take the communion, let it be flashed out. Healing is yours. Healing is your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus, receive your healing. Receive your healing. Manda kasale babaya. Rebecca yes one day. Imanda kiaswatale. Rebecca yasandelebe. Remanda labaya. Whatever the enemy meant for evil, may it be turned into your good. May the Lord reverse it concerning your life. You shall not die, but you will live. Oh, yes, I shall not die, but I live and declare the works of the Lord. Amen. Father, thank you, Lord. We give you praise in the mighty name of Jesus. If you're under the sound of my voice, you don't know the Lord as your Savior. And you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. 
need Jesus. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, I thank you for loving me. Thank you that you died on the cross for me. Forgive my sins. Wash me with your blood. This afternoon, I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and my Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have prayed this prayer, there's a number that will be displayed. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. Come join our services at 4200 Belrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky. This and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Thank you.